Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Today, CNN's head honcho resigns over a secret relationship. Whoopi Goldberg gets suspended. Is this Twilight Zone or is this real life? We've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Hey, welcome to the news and why it matters. Happy hump day. I am Sarah Gonzalez today, joined by a good friend, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, Jason Buttrell, because it is Wednesday and it's like the only day that he's in studio. It should be so, Buttrell day. That's what we got, should call it. Hump day. It's Buttrell day. I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, also joined by uh, his first time on the program. We are yes. so happy he is here. Delano Squires. He is Blaze TV contributor. You can find him uh, over on Fearless with Jason Whitlock. Correct. But today you are here with me and yes. we are very excited to have you. Thank so you thanks for, for being me. here. Um, no pressure. Just don't screw it up. Okay. <laughs> I'll try not to. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, all right. So no, this is actually, this is going to be a fun day today because this is what we call uh, liberal having to live by the standards that they have set for everyone else. And mm. it is beautiful to watch. So CNN President Jeff Zucker resigned today, this morning, after uh, the there was the internal investigation into uh, Chris Cuomo, which we know how that turned out right. ultimately for Chris Cuomo. <laughs> During that investigation, apparently, uh, it was revealed that Jeff Zucker, this was revealed by Chris Cuomo, they say, Jeff Zucker was having an ongoing consensual relationship with one of his colleagues, they said. And uh, <laughs> Jeff Zucker, so he put out this statement and he said, a relationship with my closest colleague, someone I've worked with for more than 20 years. Uh, I acknowledge the relationship evolved in recent years. I was required to disclose it when it began, but I didn't. I was wrong. As a result, I am resigning today. Uh, he goes on to talk about how he came to CNN in 2013. He was there nine years and, you know, I wish nothing but the best for all of you, yada, 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 yada. Really interesting development. Uh, I seem to recall our very own Stu Bergier, who, as we all know, is the greatest hater of the Cuomo family <laughs> that I think the world has ever seen. And when he was talking about all of this, we discussed, like, how, is, how does Chris Cuomo still have a job? This was obviously before he was terminated. How is he still there? How does he still have a job? Even the first revelations that he was, uh, he was helping Andrew Cuomo draft right. all of these PR uh, notices, and we're like, how is this possible that he's still employed? And Stu said, we've seen how these networks work. He has to know something. He is a resident attorney. What does he know on these, these members of management? What does he have on them? That's what we should be looking at. And here we see Jeff Zucker has resigned. But he says it was a consensual relationship. It's just that it was, um, it was not disclosed. And it apparently was uh, Allison Gullist, who is the chief marketing officer, um, who, you know, you have to wonder 
how did she get her position to where she is now? It, was it because mm. she had a relationship with Jeff Zucker? Was that part of it? Uh, they were also reporting that she did previously work for Andrew Cuomo. So this is all just, it's just very beautiful to watch. His comms officer, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, that's what I saw. Yeah, yeah so yeah. his comms officer... Uh, yeah, that's some damaging information to have and would make it to where you're probably thinking twice or doing a little second, you know, staying away from that when thinking about firing uh, Cuomo. Uh, yeah, we haven't heard the last of this. There's a whole lot more that I think is gonna, I love his letter, though. It's just like, okay, it was a consensual relationship, but I'm the big guy, so right. you know, I'm going to lead by example. Shut mm. up. Yeah. Shut up. Mm. There's a lot more that's going to come out on that angle. But also, uh, how long was this relationship going on? Did she rise to her position because of her relationship right. with Zucker? Right. I mean, th- that's th- what I want to know. That's another thing that people aren't talking about. There's mm-hmm. like two yeah. different parts of this, but he is not the big guy like he is trying to pretend that he is. Yeah, clearly not. Now, when I first <laughs> heard about it and I heard Jeff Zucker was resigning, I heard Chris Cuomo, I heard consensual relationship. I said, wait. <laughs> They're not, they weren't in a consensual relationship. Right? I, just, I, just, I just wanted to make sure I, I understood. Not that we know of, but... You're like, this story's good. Yeah, no, no. Who knows these days? I, I, I want to make sure that I had everything straightened out. But, I mean, it, it really does say a lot about the environment there. The left always likes to talk about, you know, structural forces and systemic this and that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you have two producers have been accused of, like, being yeah. into child porn. Mm. Don Lemon has a lawsuit against him around, you know, sexual abuse yeah. or sexual assault. It's, it's just a lot going on over at CNN and now Zucker. And obviously, Jeff Tubin, which, yes. again, yeah. he was the only one keeping his hands to himself <laughs> in another way. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a good point. That's a good point. So, I mean, it, this, it, it says a lot about, you know, CNN and the environment that, that they have created. Mm-hmm. And to me, watching these people sit on their high horse when they talk about Brett Kavanaugh or they talk about Justice Clarence Thomas, to me is, I mean, the height of hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah. They, did you see, like, so there's a lot of these groups like uh, like Media Matters, um, other groups that, like, that was kind of, their jihad was to get, like, all these people to, like, force uh, ads to get taken off their shows. Mm-hmm. Have we seen any of that on any of the ESPN? Certainly not. Personalities? I, I haven't, but they went after O'Reilly. They had an entire team mm-hmm. devoted to uh, my boss, Glenn Beck. Mm. Um, that, that's just what they do. I mean, yeah. they, they were just going after Tucker. I think they're still going after Tucker. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. They're going after Joe Rogan. Right. I yeah. mean, but nothing at CNN, all this crap is going on. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Delano, you mentioned everything else that CNN uh, is has happening right now. I feel like that might just be what happens when you sell your soul to the devil. That just may be what tends to happen. But, you know, it's the left who continues to tell us that you it's the power dynamic, right? You can have a consensual relationship with someone, but it's the power dynamic if you are of that position, you're not allowed to have a consensual relationship because even just having a relationship with someone that works for you is not allowed. Hmm. Uh, and now you see the left having to live by the own by their standards yep. that they've created. Um, you know, I mean, I can't help but just. Well, I was going to say smile on the inside, but I am also smiling on the outside. I just find it to be so delicious whenever they, because so often we see them not have to live by yeah. the standards that they set for everyone else. Yeah. Uh, and here we see that along with, I just want to compare that to, um, let's uh, talk about Whoopi Goldberg for a second. 
Hmm. Whoopi Goldberg also suspended from The View. We talked about this on the show the other day. Uh, she suspended for two weeks over her comments regarding the Holocaust. Um, let's, like I said, we, we've discussed this, but for those of you who missed it, um, let's listen to Whoopi Goldberg's initial comments on The View, which is a show that I, I don't understand how it is still on the air after <laughs> all this time of being so awful. But I mean, 25 years of just, not, I would say mediocrity, but I don't think that that, covers it. Uh, but 25 years of this garbage. And uh, Whoopi Goldberg here is saying that uh, the Holocaust is, no, 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 the Holocaust wasn't about race. All right, watch. The Holocaust isn't about race. No. No. It's well, not about race. No. It's, 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 no. it's about a different race. But it's, it's not about Joy's race. Like, it's not about what race. What is it about? Because you, it's about <laughs> man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but going it's not, after it's Jews not about and, ideal and race. It's it's the, but these are two Romans. white groups of people. Well, they have to black people. They see them as white oh, people. But you're missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. Yeah. The minute you, know, you turn it you into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. Mm. So uh, she had apologized, but she also went on with Stephen Colbert, and she had the opportunity This to, was after the apology. Yes, after yeah. the mm. apology, she had the opportunity to double down on her apology. Instead, right. I think she just doubled down on her initial comments, really. Mm. Watch. Have you, have you come to understand that the Nazis saw it as race? <laughs> Well, because they might, like, well, asking the Nazis, they would say, yes, it's a racial issue. Well, see, this is what's interesting to me, because the Nazis lied. It wasn't. They, they had issues with ethnicity, not with race, because most of the Nazis were white people, and most of the people they were attacking were white people. So to me, I'm thinking, how can you, how can you mm. say it's about race if you are fighting each other? Yeah, so uh, apparently that apology was very short-lived. Uh, gentlemen, now she is suspended for two weeks. Again, I would say I'm smiling on the inside, but it just makes me smile so big on the outside <laughs> to see these people having to live by the standards that they created for everyone else. Jason. Uh, well... P boiling it down to, uh, well, I can't. I don't know the one, name of the one chick that says it was about white supremacy. It was about German supremacy. Mm -hmm. um, it was about the supremacy of what they consider the German race. Mm -hmm. And the uh, yeah, and Colbert. I'll, I'll never say this again in my life. I've never said it, but he was right. Like mm -hmm. if you ask the Germans, they'd be like, yeah, they're an inferior race, right. which by definition is racism. No, no, I they mean, lied. <laughs> oh no, they those lied Nazis. About they it. lied. Yeah, right. They lied about <laughs> it. Um, yeah, it, it's ridiculous. Like I. Uh, suspended whatever i saw a lot of people saying that uh, obviously she's a moron you know yeah. thinking this way and for other th other reasons um but i don't think she should be fired yeah, yeah. I i'll come right out soon i don't think she should be fired in fact i'm glad the ladies of the view are on there and they've been there for so long because they give us all this great stuff to laugh at and <laughs> make right. fun of but it also shows what they're all about that's why censorship does not work i don't care yeah. like if you want to be a white supremacist a-hole sure 
Go, go out there and, and t show the world how dumb you are. Right. You know? Yeah. Go for it. And that includes people like Whoopi Goldberg. They want to say this stupid stuff. I want to give her a platform. I do. Hmm. So that she can show everyone what, you know, how they're so much full of crap. Yeah. Right? That, that's yeah. how this is supposed to work. And in the end, the free market will rent out because no one's going to watch it, which no one really hardly does anyway anymore. Which is true, but how the hell is it still on the air? <laughs> I mean, that's a good question. I, I actually have a, a different perspective. Yeah. So, Please. um, I heard about the controversy before I actually heard what Whoopi Goldberg said. And when I heard what she said, I think I understood what what she meant. I think one of the problems is in America, our understanding of race is, I mean, no pun intended, basically black and white. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for, I think, oftentimes Americans to lay our framework over conflicts that don't involve black and white. So that's why someone would see a situation like what Whoopi Goldberg was describing and say, oh, it's two white groups. It can't be about race. But I think at different times in history, people have used race as a synonym for ethnicity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And honestly, at times, when they really want to dehumanize someone or a group, they'd use it as a synonym for species. Like, these are a different type of people right. altogether. So, specifically, you know, as I, as I thought about her words in that first clip, and particularly as a, as a Christian... What I was hearing her say, and I'm not saying she's articulating a Christian worldview, but this is how I would explain it, is that if I look at the, the, how, what the Nazis did to the, to the Jews in Germany, if I look at the inhumanity of slavery in this country, if I look at the, the Hutus and the Tutsis, is if I look at, you know, uh, sort of the Armenian gen gen genocide, mm -hmm. I'd ask myself, what is the greatest common factor that runs underneath all of those things? And, and I would say it is man's propensity to mistreat one another, which is a symptom of sin itself. Certainly. Again, I don't think that Whoopi Goldberg wouldn't articulate it that way, but I, I understood what she was saying, if that's what she was saying. That's how I would explain it. But I think because if when we talk specifically about race, what we end up doing is we look at the Holocaust and we say, this is, this is a function of the inhumanity of the German people. And if we look at slavery, we'll say this is a function of the inhumanity of white people. Mm -hmm. And then when you roll that forward to 2022, you still have people saying the white people today are just as bad as the white people in yesteryear. And it makes it hard for us to understand, OK, well, what happens when the quote unquote tables are turned and now white people feel like they're being attacked for their race. Right. And people will say, oh, it's not the same thing because racism only goes in one direction. And I think that's one of the most difficult aspects of talking about race in that way. Mm -hmm. And I think Whoopi missed it because, as you said, sometimes I don't think she should have. I, I have no problem talking about history, but it's like you better have your arguments yeah. rock solid yeah. and yeah. you better not make jokes. Well, this is basically white on white crime and you, you guys go and figure it out. <laughs> and I think that took away from the explanation. But as I said, I could I could see what she was saying if she explained it in a, in a different way. Uh, really interesting uh, yeah. and insightful. I, yeah, I didn't really think about decoding what she was trying to say because mm -hmm. when, when she's talking about, you know, uh, you know the, the, they tried to exterminate a yeah. race of people. Right. Right. But then she kept on saying it's really about inhumanity, you know, mm -hmm. man's ability mm -hmm. to be inhumane to another. But those kind of go together, they in do. my opinion. They do, but I feel like she would have no problem saying, attributing something to a racial issue when she was talking about white on black. 
issues, yes. right? So, right. like, so that would be due to race, but this is due to inhumanity. But really, if the point that you're making, I think, is that it all has a facet of being right. Correct. Right. Yeah. Correct. Correct. But I don't yeah. think. But I don't think she would say that. Well, I, I, so I think that because this is the left thing, is they're always trying to. <laughs> Try to channel it in a way to where it makes the white guy look the most yeah, evil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, as if skin tone, whether it goes up, you know, or lighter or darker, mm -hmm. somehow is there's also an inhumane scale that right. also right. factors yeah. in right, right, skin right. tone, right. which is right. utterly ridiculous. Yeah. There was Glenn has got, and I, I, I heard you went over to the museum. It's, mm -hmm. it's awesome over there. Yeah, I don't know if he showed you this, but he's got this uh, handwritten letter. Um, from Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. And Abraham Lincoln is trying to show the southern slaveholders why they're so dumb, basically. Mm -hmm. So he crafts out this argument about, like, well, you know, I can't remember exactly how it went, but he's, you know, said that, well, if you believe someone should be enslaved or whatever, not mm -hmm. have any rights, based off their skin tone is, is darker than yours, mm -hmm. then... You know, if you have even a little bit more suntan in your skin, then by definition, he is able to own you now. Yeah. Right. Which was utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Those arguments were true then. They've been true since the beginning of time. They should be crystal clear now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't see how they're still trying to. Are they scoring points on this? I, I don't yeah. know how this is still gaining traction. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to. I want to. Let's go ahead and take a break now. And I, I want to get a little bit back into this conversation. Just. Just if for no other reason than to play uh, what I find to be uh, an interesting leftist reaction to Whoopi Goldberg being suspended. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So if, you, uh, if you're if you like me, you have a sweet tooth maybe, but um, you don't want to expand your waistline while snacking throughout the day, you have to try Built Bar. Uh, they've got a ton of different flavors. They're all covered in 100% chocolate. And the great thing about Built Bar is that you've got the high protein, you've got the low sugar, you've got the high fiber, you've got the low calories, but it tastes like you're eating a candy bar. Uh, you could have the coconut one that tastes like a Mounds. Uh, you can have, if any of you are fans of those chocolate oranges, that do you guys know what I'm talking about? They're, they're, they look like an orange. They made mm -hmm. them to be, look like oranges, but they yeah. were chocolate, but they had the orange flavoring. They have an orange one that tastes just like that. They're all so, so delicious, uh, but you know that you will be able to stay within your dietary requirements if you are looking to lose weight or just stay on track. You're going to feel like you're cheating, but you don't have to have the guilt associated with that. You can go to built.com, use promo code NEWS15. You'll save 15% off of your order. That is NEWS15 over at built.com. <laughs> Before we move on, I do just want to play, you know, I mentioned, um, you know, Delano's here with like a very insightful, caring take. And I'm like, I just like to see liberals when they have to, they get in trouble. We're not used to insight on this show. Like, <laughs> I just really love it when they have to suffer the consequences that they put forth for everyone else. But mm -hmm. uh, here is MSNBC's Mika Brzezinski. Oh just, I can't handle Whoopi Goldberg having to live by these standards that they've created. And now, all of a sudden, this can cancel culture is just out of control, according <laughs> to Mika Watch. This is something that is just going to, like, start getting ridiculous. Oh, I mean, if Whoopi well, Goldberg start, start is canceled, mm -hmm. that would be, that would be the, I mean, that would be the end of this all. This cancel yeah. culture is getting so out of hand. Oh. Is it? Oh, this, oh. this, if that would just be the start of just something that's, out of control, you guys. Okay, <laughs> mm. let's let's not talk about Gina Carano, who mm. made a very correct uh, analogy 
that she posted, but because it had to do with Germany and Nazi Germany, she was, of course, what, terminated? Uh, mm -hmm. She was no longer allowed to work with Disney. She was kicked off of a hit TV show that she was on. They ruined her life. They blackballed her from Hollywood, not to mention all of the other people mm. who they have not given any sort of grace to. But if Whoopi gets canceled for this, Mika says that that, that has just gone too far, <laughs> Delano. As they say, ain't no fun when the rabbits got the gun. So <laughs> I think I think Mika and, and other people on the left, because I mean, I would consider her on the left at this right. point. Um, as you said, they don't really know how to deal with their rules being applied to their side. So, I, I mean, conservatives talk about this all the time in terms of cancel culture and the response from the left is always, oh, there's no cancel culture. What's an example of cancel culture? You can't be canceled if you can still talk to people and have, yeah. you know, right. shows and, and tour. But um, I, I personally, again, same what you were saying, Jason, I don't think this is a fireball offense at no. all. I'm surprised they even put her on a two-week, you know, leave, but... I think that's, this is just where we are right now in the culture. It is interesting, too, though, because, you know, you listen to what Mika said, and it's like, oh, she mentions cancel culture. And I'm like, you guys are trying to get people fired for things that they said 25 years ago, 40 right. years ago when they were a teenager. She said this, like, 20 minutes ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, those comments that she made, uh, all like, 48 hours ago were, look, you should just disregard them. That was yeah. a really long time ago. Ancient history. The, yeah, the funny exactly. thing is I bet they I bet they went straight to a, a, you know, a report on whatever how they were canceling Joe Rogan. And it probably, right. and, 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 and probably <laughs> just completely escaped her. She's yeah. like, well, you know, when it's done to them. Look, this is why, speaking of ancient history, all throughout history, leftism, this is the result of it, right? Yeah. They whip people into a frenzy. They say, you are against this group, this group, and this group for stu the stupidest of reasons, mm -hmm. but you must be pissed off at them for some mm -hmm. reason. And every single time, French Revolution, right? Mm -hmm. and they, they, mm -hmm. At first, they were chopping off the heads of the monarchy. Then they were chopping their own heads off towards yep. the end. This mm -hmm. is what happens. It, yeah. it eventually turns, you, you can't spit, your strategy cannot be to piss people off and teach them to hate each other, right. again, mm. based off of skin color, based yeah. off of how much money you make, based off of whatever they want to divide us with, yeah. right. and think that it's not eventually going to come back to you. Exactly. It does, every time. Exactly. So I want to, uh, I want to get back to um, what I think you guys were getting into earlier, just with the topic of racism and um, what we here in America are primed to think of with that. So we've covered the story of the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, uh, changing the definition of racism. So we, let me just, to, as a refresher, originally, before, like, let's say this week, last week, just originally, racism on the ADL's website was, of course, the belief that a particular race is superior or inferior to another, uh, that a person's social and moral traits are predetermined by his or her inborn biological characteristics, and, you know, that you think that different races should remain segregated and apart from one another. Then we reported, uh, I believe this was just yesterday, I can't keep up anymore, I've, I've slept since then, and uh, they changed the definition of racism we reported. They changed it to the marginalization and or oppression of people of color based on a socially constructed racial hierarchy that privileges white people. So only exclusive to people of color perpetrated by white people. Now, again, it's very hard to keep up since all of this Whoopi Goldberg stuff uh, has gone on. <laughs> if you go on the website today, it now lists a third definition of racism. They've oh changed it gosh. again. This is not and this is people. an interim definition, they say. Racism occurs when individuals or institutions show more favorable evaluation or treatment of an individual or group based on race 
or ethnicity. So I don't know if that's the final word wow. <laughs> from the ADL, but I mean, this is absolutely insane. I mean, I, I think one of the things that we've seen over the last couple of years is that there is no greater threat to any institution than its own incompetence. <laughs> because all of, whether it's the public health institutions, yeah. you know, the ADL, other you know, organizations in that vein, have shown themselves to be just, they lack courage and are extremely vulnerable to outside pressure by, by woke activists. Because, I mean, the ADL is basically gonna go down the same route as the ACLU, which is you know, an organization with a rich history that just can't sustain itself yeah. under the weight of, of wokeness. And I mean, you, you asked, is this gonna be the last definition? Well, until the next controversy, <laughs> and then they'll change it yeah. to something to try to cover and stretch and say, no, this is what we really meant. And I, I think it's, it's pretty shameful. Yeah. You, you bring up a good point with the woke activision, uh, activi activism uh, and what happened at ACLU, what happened, ADL was a good organization. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, they're yeah. just completely, un you can't tell who they are anymore. They, That's they, they what the left anything. does. No, they they exactly. co-opt these organizations and they just turn them to absolute garbage every time. Yeah, yeah. every time. Uh, look what's happening to corporations now. Now mm -hmm. it's all about you know you know war, cor woke corporatism mm -hmm. and they're they're wading in the politics. Dude, just make money, make right. shoes, make right. sugary fizzy drinks. Like <laughs> I don't care what you think about Georgia politics. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Just just do it. I love it. Look, racism is very easy, guys. This is not a hard topic, right? Mm -hmm. If you think your race is superior to another one, or another the other one's inferior you're a racist yeah. yeah that's it right like you could like my son could just do like a click on the adl video and he's like this is racism you know and he could tell you and he's a kid <laughs> it's very simple yeah. yeah i think when they're trying to like tailor things or you can tell there's an agenda behind it oh, yeah. every single time yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent uh all right we've got more to come but let's go ahead and uh thank our sponsor keeps so i always love it when we have keeps on the program and we have Jason Buttrell here because we get to look. I don't have first person experience with Keeps, which is, by the way, uh, this is a, a an FDA approved uh, hair loss treatment for men. So I'm like, I can't speak to that. But Jason can because yeah. he used it and look at his full luscious head of hair now. Oh, it did not evolved. look like, yeah, it did not mm. look like that. And mm. I remember we used to we used to do these ads and they said uh, a certain statistic, it was like 66% of men will actually experience regrowth mm. with keeps. And we were like, wow, that's crazy, 66%, that's insane. And Jason started using it and he has experienced regrowth of his hair with keeps. I don't know what it is, I, within two weeks, I could tell it was doing something. That's crazy. Within two weeks, yeah, wow. like, let me show you just really quick. You, you, I went on their website on my phone, sitting yeah. on my couch, I'd screw it, I'm finally just gonna pull the trigger. Yeah. Then you download the app, you, all, you, you set up like a consultation that takes like two seconds, you take pictures of your head and all mm -hmm. that stuff, the doctor looks at it and goes, okay, you need this product, this product, this product, literally two weeks later. I, uh, That's so crazy, and yeah. they ship it all directly to you. Ship it all directly to you. It's in, it's in a nondescript box, so yeah. it's not like if you're worried about someone going, hey, it's the ball right. guy. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> My yeah. wife didn't even know. She's like, what's this box you get every you know month or so? I'm like, yeah, what do you check this out? <laughs> That's funny. But it really look like if you're embarrassed, you don't want to go to the doctor. We know you men don't go to the doctor anyway. All right. <laughs> so uh, whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, you want to stimulate hair growth, or you just want to take better care of the hair you have, you got to check out Keeps. All right. You can get 50% off your first order today if you go to keeps.com slash why. That is keeps.com slash why.
American truckers are trying to, uh, they're, they're doing their best to, like, I would, I would say generally, I would have it in reverse. Canada would be doing its best to, like, be like America, but no, American truckers are doing their best to be like the Canadian truckers. And finally, uh, everyone in America maybe can get some balls and stand up to all of these mandates that are going on in this country. But uh, so we talked about this the other day that American truckers had started this Facebook group. It was called uh, Convoy to D.C. 2022. They were going to try to do the same thing, coordinate a trek from California to D.C. Uh, to recreate all of the passion uh, and inspiration that has been happening over in Canada. And Facebook has removed their page. So they had, mm. I believe it was over 100,000 people who had joined the group and they were really, really gaining traction. And Facebook was like, oh, we can't be having any of that. Or those people trying to stand up to big government. We can't do that. So we have to instead shut it down. So that is what they did. They said, we have removed this group for repeatedly, for repeatedly violating our policies around QAnon which I don't really know why they, you know, of course the co-founder of the group was like, we don't, that, that's not true. We didn't do anything having to do with QAnon. Can we talk? Is what he said. Uh, he said they actually had offered the administrators to remove content and then request a review again. They didn't even give that option. So it sounds a whole lot like they're like, oh, it was, the, uh, you violated this rule right here. And so we've removed your entire page. My question would be uh, if it was just some rando who joined the group mm. and typed something that was inappropriate, couldn't we just ban the rando from Facebook instead of the entire page, since that's not what the page was about. Kind of how Facebook and, and Twitter and all of these companies enjoy the benefits of being you know, a platform and mm -hmm. not a publisher. Right. Right. So maybe extend those same benefits to the people who run the page because it wasn't their intent. But no, they've removed it because uh, you can't have Americans trying to uh, flex their liberties. We don't we don't want that. Gentlemen, <laughs> um, I want to go to your point of because I, too, was kind of had my pride hurt a little bit when I found out that Canada was doing this and we mm. weren't. Doing it was this. embarrassing. And then I heard that, like, was it Australia yes. or somewhere like that? They started that. That was yes. even before we started our own. Yes. Little, wow. Um, but I think that it kind of just shows you how, I mean, Canada, I mean, Canada's a free country, but it's not as free as the United right. States. Yeah, clearly. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, like, we, I mean, we are the banner of it. And yeah. I think that it's made us very, very soft yes. as a people. I think it's made us very, very spoiled. Hmm. And what's really weird about this whole pandemic thing is how a lot of us just gave in and said, yeah. fine. Yeah. Like the the fit was the fifteen days of slow spread, whatever yeah. it was. Like I remember, we were talking about it here. Yeah, we were like, like, hell no, don't yeah, do that. Right? When have you ever known them to say, "Oh, okay, now yeah. we'll relinquish the power"? Right. Yeah. I mean, we, when we were like very, we were warning hardcore yep. about yep. it. But most people were like, I think they didn't know what to expect from it, right? Well, and they mm. said, well, we want to help. We want right. to be good right. stewards of our community. Right. Because we never faced something like yeah. that before. Because yeah. we're so spoiled. Right. But, I mean, other countries would be like, whoa, whoa, easy, guys. You know what's going to happen next, right? right? This is right. going to happen. This is going to... But, um, but I, I'm, I hope this is a big awakening hmm. uh, for our country, especially when you see that, okay, I can lose liberties just like that. Yeah. Correct. Just like that, and it's gone. And I'm never getting it back. Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a warning, but I'd like to see a whole lot more. Yeah, yeah same. I, I think it's one of those things where, where, to your point, when you're spoiled, um, when we've had so much prosperity, you know, over hundreds of years, basically, you don't realize that what we have today is not inevitable. 
-hmm. it can be lost. Mm -hmm. There have been great empires before. We, we learn about the Romans and the Greeks as ancient history because that's exactly what it is. So um, to your point, I think COVID opened a door that will not close for quite some time. And I had a, a column a couple of weeks ago on The Blaze and I talked about, um, I said we are in an era of God kings where the unholy trinity of big tech, big government and big media think that they basically own all of us. Mm-hmm. And instead of seeing this country and seeing our, our, our democracy, the republic, but, you know, with democratic right. features right, right. as centered around the consent of the governed, mm-hmm. they think that our job is to fulfill their agenda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why when we push back and we say, no, I don't I don't want to take the shot. No, thank you for making it available. Right. I'll pass. They, they get upset. And one of the things that um, Canada's prime minister, Justin Trudeau, said when he was basically defaming the truckers, Mm -hmm. and I'm paraphrasing, but he said something to the effect of these people who have, um, he either said inappropriate thoughts. Yes. Or unapproved thoughts. And I said, who does this guy think he is? Like, who are you to tell me what it is I can think about the substances that I put in my body? And particularly, I don't know what public health data there is to say that truckers who drive alone for long periods of time are a vector of you know, spread. Right. But I, I just I just fi- find the whole thing. I mean, I, I think COVID-19 is going to be one of those inflection points in world history mm-hmm. and certainly in, in U.S. history, because you've seen the left that was about my body, my choice, yeah. bodily autonomy out the door. Right. In athletics, you know, every time there's a dispute between labor and management, all the ESPN honchos line up behind the players. When Kyrie ever says, I don't want to take the vaccine. Oh, he's a bad teammate. He's terrible. NBA, do whatever you want with him. So all of these things have been going out the door. Shaming people for for their decision, their health decisions out the door. Um, Refusing people, you know, medical treatment because of, you know, personal decisions. Discrimination. Out the door. So I I don't know when this is going to stop. But to your point, I think we as a country need to stand up because if not, you know, we, we won't have any rights left. Yeah, and to your point, like if you would have asked Neil Young, you know, back <laughs> yeah. in the 60s, right. yeah. what do you think about the government forcing a yeah. vaccination? I mean, you could, he would have written a song, he would have had a song written mm-hmm. every single day and, and you know, protest against the government. We've said on this show, mm-hmm. that's where the hippies were. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were the original anti-vaxxers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. now they're falling right in line. Howard like, Stern, same thing. Howard yeah. Stern, all that's gone, <laughs> right? It's right. like, what? Well, yeah. I mean, and li- wasn't it literally the band Rage Against the Machine that came out and was like only doing uh, shows in places that had mandatory vaccination policies? It's like, your name is literally rage against the machine. How do you not get this? Yeah. How are you going along with the machine? What is going on? <laughs> it, it is this really weird flip yeah. in society. Rage with the machine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Rage against the average, co- the commoners, I yeah. guess. I don't know. Uh, all right. So, you know what? Let's go ahead and we've got more to come, but let's let's uh, go ahead and take a break. We'll be back. I was going to do this. A beautiful poll was done by uh, Rasmussen, and they and this was also the national poll. So they did this together. They found that 54% of likely voters 
think that Biden will be remembered as one of the worst presidents in American Ouch. history. This was uh, this was a poll that was conducted between January 30th and 31st, so very, very recent. And only 15%, this is actually very sad, I think it's a high number, 15% believe Biden will rank in history as one of America's best presidents. Mm. So I'm like, who is that 15%? <laughs> I would love, yeah, I would love to know. Like, I understand if you would say, like, well, I mean, I don't think he would be the best, but I don't think he'd be the worst. But to say, yes, he's definitely one of the best is like, you guys are way too far gone. We have to make sure that you're not teaching our children, mm. that you're not, you know, like, I, I need to know who you are. But uh, it's very, very interesting. That's a bold statement. Like, he wouldn't go, I mean, he's just not effective enough to be the worst president ever. Well, right? it he doesn't says, do anything. But it says one of the worst presidents. So it's not, it's not. Like, that's not final, right? right? It's not saying he is the worst ever, just one of. Yeah, he just, I don't know, he just seems like the guy that's the empty suit that's doing what everyone else tells him to do. Yeah. He didn't, like, uh, there's other, been other Democrat presidents that, like, the, the, the things yeah, they did were very obvious. Like, like uh, Woodrow Wilson segregated the frickin' White House. But you'll still find colleges and buildings <laughs> and, you know, altars to praise Woodrow Wilson. You're like, okay. what? Like, okay, uh, fair, fair, fair. Lyndon Johnson. Don't get me started on Lyndon Johnson. R racist Lyndon Johnson. Basically I know. enslaved an entire generation that I we're know. still having. Mm. Sorry, I'll go on. I know. No, but <laughs> but but what I was going to say is, I think kind of uh, it goes back to what Delano was mentioning earlier: is that like people don't like we don't know things that happened in history. People are living in America right now, and right now, they have nothing, they have no perspective to relate yeah. it to. They're yeah. living in it right now, and right now they see their gas prices are way higher, they see how he botched Afghanistan, uh, they see how much they're paying at the grocery store, like they're, they're personally feeling yeah. all of these economic woes, and they're attributing it to him, which I think is rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, those are, so that stuff sucks. But uh, from, so Lyndon B. Johnson, I cannot stand. Yeah. I mm. hate. So from basically, really, I couldn't tell. you couldn't tell. So basically, from what the 1970s all the way through until today, I mean, poor people will never recover. They're, they still haven't recovered. Yeah, mm. you've had generations of families that have been stuck in poverty yeah. with no way to get out. In fact, it incentivizes mm -hmm. them to stay in poverty yep. and, in many cases, to split apart yeah. and not stay together. Yeah, that is the system that they built. But if you go to an American university, I don't care if it's private or public or whatever, they'll say, oh, the great society, and it was the war on poverty, yeah. and right. look what he did. Right. And they'll talk about it gl glowingly. AOC still, I mean, yeah. lawmaker in Congress, praises right. it all the time. I mean, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. They, they don't hear the facts of what it actually did. It was ridiculously detrimental. Yeah. But then libertarians, conservatives, were the heartless ones because yeah. we have a different alternative to that. Yeah. It yeah. pisses me off. Well, but uh, so again, I don't think that people, if you weren't living in it, you don't remember it, and yep. people only know their own perspective, which mm -hmm. is here and now, not history, by, which, by the way, they're not even being taught in schools anymore, really. Yeah, yeah I, I think this is a combination of, of two things. Um, one is that recency bias that you're talking about, mm -hmm. and then two is that he said it so much smarter than me. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I mean, these people, they just don't, they don't know what they don't know. He's like, it's actually called recency bias, Sarah. Um, <laughs> That's what we have to <laughs> on us. It's a real, <laughs> we have you to explain oh everything. But, um, and then the other thing is that I just think we're a much more narcissistic country yes. and society than we've ever been. Yes. So it's like, even if you knew other things in history, if it's affecting me now, it's like, oh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Mm. It's funny, when you first read the poll, I thought you, I thought you were saying, 
that people think there's a 15% chance that Joe Biden will remember he was president. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you said. So, so I'm going to go that with That would actually be more accurate. <laughs> yeah, that um, makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, it's one of these things where it's, it's going to be hard to judge, yeah. you know, what, what exactly makes a bad president. I will say this. I think Biden's lasting legacy will be his introduction to the entire sort of regime of diversity, inclusion, and mm. equity, die I prefer mm. that acronym, <laughs> um, into the federal government and into sort of the cultural mainstream. Mm. Um, and clearly, given his age, given his political background and history, these are not his ideas. Right. Yeah. These right. are ideas that come straight off of the, out of the academy. And someone, to your point, is... is basically pulling his strings and he's just mouthing words. There's no way Joe Biden at his age and this stage in his life really thinks that transgender rights are the civil rights issue of our age. He's getting that fed to him from some 24 year old intern somewhere. So I think that'll likely be his lasting legacy. And, and I do think it'll prove to be one of the things that actually undermines that legacy. Yeah, Jason, what do you think? I mean, it, it's a really good point. And you think about how he was you know, way back in the day in like 1820 when he first got into you know, <laughs> the office. Um, that, yeah, he obviously seemed more of like a racist dude than yeah. what they're trying to portray he is like he was now. Well, like, I mean, back, like you, he can't be president if they portray the racism right. that he's shown historically throughout his entire career. But amazing Not how a Democrat, <laughs> right? It's just amazing how the modern day left, like how they make those you know exceptions and they put somebody there that clearly does not, like you said, does not believe what he's talking about. Right. But the, but even still, like like you know the like the transgender issue, all that stuff, which I think is not an issue at all. Mm -hmm. um, not something I care about. Uh, their rights are not being infringed. Mm -hmm. um, what do they not have the right to oh, do? Sounds really transphobic. But, 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 but obviously, coming from me, it's not, because I could give a crap, you know what I mean? But I'm like, I, I love everyone equally. Right. So this, mm. but, the, but that is not their strategy. Their strategy is to put a mouthpiece up there and try to convince us that we don't like that group of people for some yeah. reason, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Like, no, just trust us. They're they're being oppressed, and you don't. Or this group does not like them. Just right. trust us, but we're going to protect them. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. I'm so sick. Of uh, I want to get back to. I know we've we've only got about a minute, but Delano, I want to get back to uh, something that you touched on, which was the narcissism mm -hmm. of today's society. What do you attribute that to? What do you think it is? I mean, I think it's a number of factors. I do think social media has yeah. amped yeah. it up That's, tremendously. I remember when I first got on Instagram. A lot of times people would post pictures if they saw a cool Ferrari or, you know, a, a rainbow or, a, you know, um, the sun rising or it was pictures food. of their of food. <laughs> yeah. But now when you go to people's pages, it's selfies. They're like this. All the way down. Yeah. So yeah. I, I do think part of it is that and I, and I think this is one of the impacts of the quote unquote social justice movement is that if I think that I'm oppressed and that Jason is victimizing me, then I spent all of my time thinking about what more I should have that he's taking from me. Mm -hmm. um, and I, th I think that makes everybody sort of turn inward on themselves to see what it is they feel that they're entitled to that they're not getting because of whatever group they feel is holding them down. Yeah, all great points. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back.
right, don't forget to, uh, I know you love to watch our faces on video, those of you who are watching. Hey, Sarah, hold on, we need to, we need to redo this. Why do you keep talking as voice oh, of God? They need to redo this because we forgot to do your birthday. Oh. It's your birthday. <laughs> Where's it at? Yeah, baby. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh, this, yeah. yeah. That's, I, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the, I, I expected singing. What is that on the top? choir. Oh, Where's my too, choir? That's a little too much. That's you don't so have funny. royalties to Oh, music. okay. Is this a smash cake? I was just. Oh, yeah, yes, it yeah. is. Is that a built bar That's on top of my cake? <laughs> oh my gosh, that is Very so nice. funny. Well, you're gonna make the built bar melt. I guess I need to blow this out. You guys, that's so Happy sweet. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. And I very much appreciate the, I think this is a strawberry built bar, mm. uh, which as you guys know, I don't eat, I can't eat cake, but I can <laughs> eat the built bar on top of the cake. So it's perfect. Uh, thank you. That's very, very sweet. Um, who, did you know this was happening? Oh yeah. I did was you? enlisted as an actor. Really? <laughs> from earlier today. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, I just Your husband say, was texting me. He was like, hey, you ready for this? You got this? Oh like my just gosh. now? I just, I just want to <laughs> say, uh, you know, it's nice to turn 29 again. <laughs> it never gets old, honestly. People say, Sarah, does it get old always turning 29 from here on out the rest of your life? Nope. No, actually, it doesn't, all right? Because uh, if that were to change, I just wouldn't have a birthday anymore. That's how it goes. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for being here. Delano, it was a pleasure. Please come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.